A week no longer, greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest, in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at BadBit Games. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or if you really, really like us, you could drop us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash badbit. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? I'm doing okay. Yeah. Uh, also, by the way, I went back to re-listen to the last week's episode, mm-hmm. and I saw you edited out my pregnant pause <laughs> on the did video really? version. You did. Huh. It it does like a quick jump cut. Also, a uh, spoiler alert: yeah. the crickets are invading again. So are they really? Crickets are on my end. They're not. <laughs> they're not in your car. They're not in your house. They're in my house. Well, dude, you got so because of patrons out there, you got that kick-ass mic. I don't hear a cricket I do. yet. I don't hear a Jiminy. Oh, they're they're not. They're being silent for now. <laughs> the They'll gang's, pop up. The gang's waiting at bay. <laughs> they're they're waiting for me to get real spicy about something, and then they'll pop off and annoy Ooh. me even more. Dude, we have a lot to talk about, too. It's talking about yeah, we do. the hottest takes. We're talking about Bethesda, Microsoft. They're making babies. Well, not making I mean, like, business babies. They're popping out. They got, they're wearing suits. Microsoft has bought... Z- uh, it's the boss baby. Yeah, it's boss baby. Yeah, they they bought boss baby in DreamWorks. Uh, we're gonna be talking about Spider Man's remaster controversy. We're gonna talk about some Konami PlayStation rumors and all that. But before we get into it, Kyle, before we talk about all that goodness, mm-hmm. I want to talk about what you've been playing. Yeah. So what you've been playing, uh, dude? A little bit more of Avengers. It it took me a while. I was like in a little funk where I didn't want to play anything. Um, So I finally got past the Iron Man part that I was a little hung up on and finally unlocked Black Widow. I love playing as Black Widow. Everybody Uh, does, man. Black Widow is so good. Yeah. Um, So and I'm I'm loving where that story is going, continuing to go, and I'm enjoying that. but other than that, as far as like other games that are outside of PlayStation, a shit ton of Among Us, <laughs> like an unhealthy amount of Among yeah. Us. Dude, uh, if, Among Us is a game where you basically just try to figure out who the imposter is on the ship. If you don't know, if you haven't looked on Twitter or on YouTube, and YouTubers play it all the time now. It's a two-year-old game, which is nuts. And the studio just developer just posted an update today. They're bringing colorblind mode. They're adding a new level. Because of oh, wow. the increase of popularity, um, it's a game where you, you're just trying to fix things on a ship in order for you to survive. And there's either one, two, or three bad people, depending on who the host, what the host picks as a setting. And you have to figure out who the bad people are before they kill you all. Uh, so, like, you vote them out. You you you, you do win? your tasks. You, it's you kind do of all like your alien. tasks. You win. It really, yeah, it's like yeah. Alien, but then it gets to the point where, like, you're yelling at each other, <laughs> like, no, I wasn't there, I was over here doing my thing. Oh, man, it's intense, but yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I mean, Sean, me and Sean Capri played with you, we killed yeah. everybody the first round, we were, we really hated were in it. sync serial killers. I hated else. it. <laughs> Any other combo, I would have been happy with, but the fact that it was you and Sean, yeah. and Sean was walking around, and then... <laughs> 
I think it was the last game you guys played where you two were the imposters. Yeah. I remember walking down the hallway and I see you two coming, Sean first. And then Sean gets real close to me and then you just stop in the middle of the hallway and you just watch as Sean cuts me in half. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> because I was weird. Because like in the game, you can't just like th- like th- you have a cooldown every time you kill someone. So we were mm-hmm. somehow oddly synced with each other. And that one that one moment, yeah, I, I had to watch you go. I'm oh sorry. my god, it's fine. I have it's um fine. I have a horror story though for what you've been Uh-oh. playing. It's not it really, October yet though. It's what I've been deleting, Kyle. What um, you've been deleting? Yeah, 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 yeah browser yeah. history again. I mean, that's that's the huge. <laughs> I'm talking about the things you don't want to delete, like your mm. save files, like the games you care about, like the games that were up for review. I'm looking at you, Kingdoms of Amalur. Um, here's the thing. I was cleaning my room the other day. My hand tripped on the, the, the external hard drive wire. Uh-oh. My hard drive dropped. Uh-oh. On the floor, it was a good two and a half foot drop. It's so corrupted right now. <laughs> like, oh it's, no! It's on its last legs, and literally anything it, that that was anything that's on that hard drive, I have to delete and reinstall. Hmm. Do you know how much my heart broke when I had to delete my Bloodborne? <laughs> it killed <laughs> me inside. Oh man! It's like this was the save that got the plat. Oh. So that's where I've been. I've been mourning and the loss of my save files. Hopefully those save files are still in the, the PS Plus cloud, correct? Hopefully, but you don't know okay. how many games I had on that external because that's it's very like true. four terabytes and I like to oh, just like, God. I drop them there and I forget about them. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. so much. Also, oh, Kyle, good news. So a little bit of bad. I started with bad. Let's start. Let's get better with the good. Let's bring everybody up. Uh, last episode, you know, we found out I was part of the chosen, the chosen few, the Jim's anointed ones. Jim Ryan emailed me. I hate it. (laughs) He emailed me personally. He's like, Joe, you got the golden ticket. Go over, pre-order your PlayStation 5 through, through, uh, uh, Sony Direct. So I did. Kyle, why couldn't this be the pre-order process? That's what I've heard. It was very, very smooth from everyone that I saw that got through on that. Super smooth. And I feel like, because like even Xbox, it wasn't, Xboxes was a bit painful. A lot of people got their pre-orders in though. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, they had their share of issues as well. But man, it, it was night and day. Like PlayStation was chaotic. This one wasn't as much. That said though, you know, through the Microsoft end, you had people refreshing the Best Buy page, just clicking checkout for two hours plus to make sure they got their, their Series X. I feel like from here on out, if if this seems like this is going to be the future of how we get our consoles, I would rather prefer the way Sony did it, where it's kind of like a Ticketmaster, where mm-hmm. you you're just like, okay, um, I click this link. It's a private link. It sends me to a waiting list a queue, a virtual queue. It tells me an approximate time so I can like do other stuff and they'll give me a little notification. And then they'll tell you, you have five minutes, make your purchase, have the credit card on you. So yeah. I was able to pre-order my PlayStation five, uh, digital, uh, edition. That's the one I wanted three ninety nine. I got the headsets. I got the controller. 
I forgot to get the controller stands, like the charging stands. Yeah. So that one I will have to hunt for. Now, I got the digital console. You know what I did just because I'm antsy? What? I pre-ordered Spider-Man. I pre-ordered <laughs> Demon Souls as well. So I had to cancel those two later after the fact. But everything's here. Everything's golden. I've gotten the email confirmation. And just an update for people that give, give a shit. Um, if you still haven't gotten your pre-order up, it looks like GameStop will have a second wave pre-order list this Friday. Mm-hmm. So Friday, the 25th of September. I know I dated this podcast. That's my apologies. But keep watching, listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's second wave mid-November. PlayStation has emailed some people saying you could email directly through them again for their second wave. And that would be the beginning of December, late November. So pre-orders are getting out there, but the demand for the PlayStation 5 is insane right now. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. You you talked about how Microsoft's launch, even though it was like a set date, Mm -hmm. was still a little bit chaotic. Um, And I still saw a lot of people strike out a lot with Xbox, even though there was a set date and whatnot. Did it surprise you? I don't know if you saw like the in-store GameStop the numbers of how many they had available oh, of how bad. little how little the Xboxes were available compared to the PS5 ones yes. where we heard that PS5's uh um Produ- production, production was was lowered because of COVID but yet there was still more it was weird i don't yeah. understand why it was like that so GameStop got it seems like the fewest it was like uh, 6 for the X and like 2 for the S it felt like on average on average, that's about right. Um, I remember calling my GameStop rep. They wouldn't tell me the exact number the day of because they're they're a very strict store. And I was just like, mm-hmm. so how much lower than the PS5? Because I hear it's low. He's just like, low. Like, shockingly low. I'm yeah. like, okay, so like, how much is it? I'm thinking about getting a Series S. I know you guys had four digital PS5s for, for each store. How many for, for that? And he's just like, less than that significantly less i was like whoa so i was expecting hell to break loose luckily it seems like for the most part that's not the case but yeah like okay i know there's some communities out there like the pg uh psvg crew they they were able to get everybody that 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 cared one i know a lot of people not able to get an xbox uh Mm -hmm. but at least respect the fact that they gave them a time and a date sure so it is what it is yeah, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, this episode, listen, we're talking about a lot of things. We're talking about the Bethesda Microsoft buyout, what that means for the future of PlayStation 5 and for the future of the gaming industry. We are talking about Bloodborne Remaster Rumors. <laughs> you know I'd sneak it in any uh, chance I get. I knew, and trust me, you'll, when we get to that part of the show, what you wrote as the title of yeah. that segment... yeah. I shook my head for a solid five minutes, because how dare you? <laughs> because I, I knew it. I knew it. I know you have to read it, you know? <clears throat> and we're going to talk about some Spider-Man drama. But before we do, I would like to thank our patrons over there at patreon.com slash badbit. We say this each and every week. If we've gotten you through a rough uh, workday, a long car ride home getting you through this whole COVID situation. It'd mean a lot to us. Uh, it really helped the show out. Donate a buck. It even just, just a buck our way really helps us out. Keeps the lights on. All these awesome mics that you're hearing, it's all because of Patreon. And we got some awesome surprises happening towards the end of October, knock on wood. So 
with that, Kyle, I want to thank our new patrons, Chaotic Monkey, who became a gold member, Pink Orcbot, who upgraded to be a Silver Plus member. I'd like to thank our gold members, Ryan Grant, Gavin Goffrey, Griffin West, Robbie Bobby Miller, Corey Schofelder, Erica Scherer, Jose Jimenez, our Silver Plus members, Marcus O'Neill, Ray Martinez, JB the Purple Monkey, and Tim Ulf himself. Thank you all so much for donating. Again, it really does help us out. It really does keep these lights on. And because of that, we're doing some really awesome things for the present and the future of this show. It's going to be wild. But with that, Kyle, it's time to square up. No, nay, not square up the news this week. Uh-oh. Now, since this is a technically an Xbox segment, let's jump into the news. Oh, I fucking nailed it. Oh, man. Whew. Just some scrambles. IGN. Microsoft to buy Bethesda and parent company ZeniMax Media. Xbox has announced that it plans to acquire ZeniMax Media and with it Bethesda Softworks. Creators and publishers of The Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Wolfenstein, Doom, Dishonored, Quake, Starfield, and more. Announced by head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, in an Xbox Wire post today, Microsoft will acquire ZeniMax Media for $7.5 billion, three times the $2.5 billion it paid for Mojang and Minecraft in 2014. And the formal purchase is expected to close in the second half of 2021. The deal includes ZeniMax Media as a whole, Bethesda Softworks, Bethesda Game Studios, id Software, ZeniMax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse Studios. No, it's and a block- Roundhouse. I know it's I know it's Roundhouse. I just oh, Roundhouse I was like, what? <laughs> In a blog post, Bethesda SVP of global marketing, Pete Hines said, "Quote: We're still working on the same games we were yesterday, made by the same studios we've worked with for years, and those games will be published by us." The move, Hines explains, is because Microsoft access access. Oh my God. Access to resources that will make us a better publisher and developer, end quote. While avoiding any specifics, Todd Howard also alluded to the idea of exclusives indicating perhaps that Bethesda would not be limited to the Xbox ecosystem. Get out of here, Fly. Quote, like our original partnership, this one is about more than one system or one screen. We share a deep belief in the fundamental power of games and their ability to connect and power and bring joy. And a belief we should bring that to everyone, regardless of who you are, where you live, or what you play on. Regardless of the screen size, the controller, or your ability to even use one. End quote. Jason Schreier and Dina Bass report that Phil Spencer has said Microsoft will honor the PS5 exclusivity agreed for Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. And future Bethesda games will appear on Xbox, PC, and other consoles on a quote, case-by-case basis. End quote. All right, Kyle. You told me you were fired up. You were heated up by this news. This is groundbreaking. Yeah. This is groundbreaking. Never yeah, yeah. This is the the biggest acquisition in video Bigger game history. Bigger than Star Wars. Bigger it, than Star Wars. Almost two of them. Almost two of a Star War, Kyle. Insane. Yeah. Three of a Minecraft. Even. <laughs> what are your What are your feelings? Because you have a lot of them. Uh, initially, I tweeted, "I hate it." Uh, followed by this is a huge move by Microsoft and yeah. hats off to them for for purchasing an entire E3 show for yeah. themselves. Like they yeah. literally bought a whole E3 show. That's bananas. Um, I still hate it though. It's uh, I I feel like that case by case basis thing, which everyone is latching onto, 
I don't feel when it comes to other consoles, I don't feel that is regarding PlayStation. I feel like that is a Switch thing. Mm. I feel like it's going to be Xbox, it's going to PC, and some of the games will be on Switch, much like what Bethesda has already been doing. Okay. I feel like you're not going to spend $7.5 billion and not keep most of those exclusive to Xbox. To me, if I was Xbox, this is huge. I'm not going to say it's a bad move by them. This is brilliant. And especially the timing of right before pre-orders go live. Like, genius. Xbox is killing it. Right. In the this last is the two biggest... Weeks. Uh, you know, I, I think Donnie from PSVG said it, and you know what? I'll steal it. This is the biggest week Xbox has ever had. Ever, period. For sure. Bar For sure. Yeah, brilliant move by them. Yeah. But as a PlayStation fan, I am so bummed. I mm. am bummed that I'm not, I'm probably, I'm, I probably won't see these again on a PlayStation console. Ever again. Mm. Unless Xbox just becomes a Game Pass platform. And, and to me, I, I said before, I was going to make a sports reference. Uh, let me hear it. To me, this feels like Xbox is, are the Yankees. And instead of okay, growing their so own far. stars all in right. studios, they go and use their money right. to buy all the top players for themselves to block them out from going anywhere else. Like a Derek Jeter. <laughs> no, he was homegrown. But oh. the, everyone else just. Who's like, everyone else? It, Could you. Oh my god. Do I have to do a whole history of the Yankees, just, the just team I hate? Them. Just th- just three of them. Uh uh Oh my god. Uh there there was um This is making me look the- real bad. I'm trying to there's so many Yankees running through my brain. I'll edit it out to make you look smart. <laughs> uh Jacoby Ellsbury is one. Uh-huh. Um What's the third baseman guy? He he's he's married to J Lo. Oh, Alex Rodriguez is a Alex. great call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, uh, is it Tanaka? Tanaka is their pitcher from Roger Clemens. <laughs> I hate you. I don't. I'm I'm so blank on the Yankees, but I just know they are the the team that always are like. Right. No. They, they, they have money to spend, and they right. just spend it. Right. It doesn't yeah. matter, and it, it it sucks. And I, it's not a bad strategy. Like I said, it's working out for Xbox. Mm-hmm. It's just like. Put the put that money into your own studios. Yeah. Also, Why do you have to go that out? out? That was funny. As all. I know you aren't. <laughs> I knew you weren't. It makes me yes. look like a fucking joke when it comes to baseball. <laughs> Ask me about my Mets. I'll know every single fucking player in the last ten years. <laughs> well, I, Kyle's really heated. Usually, I'm the one that's cursing. You are. You are off the off the chain. So, so you're thinking, okay. They're a publisher. This is different than just buying a, a like. This is different than Sony going out there buying Insomniac, right? That's yeah. one studio. That or is, Xbox buying Mojang. Right. They bought Mojang as a studio. That's different. So the way I think of it um, is, this is very similar to me, relationship wise, of that of Insomniac Sony purchase. Where I look at Bethesda's relationship with Microsoft, with Xbox as a whole, and they've been buddy buddy for a very, very long time. You know, like even with going back to the original Morrowind, uh, you know, Oblivion, um, Fallout, like those games are synonymous with the Xbox platform almost. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you 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 take a look at their relationship to each other, even like their cross promotional things. And you know, I was listening to the Xbox like official podcast because they were doing an interview together. They already have like six or seven games in Game Pass right now. Like they already have this very strong relationship and symbi- symbiotic relationship with each other. That to me, I I take a look at it going, yeah, I know they made third party stuff, but this fits just like when I take a look at Insomniac. Yeah, they've made other games, even Microsoft first party games, but we know them for Ratchet and Clank, right? We mm-hmm. know them for Resistance. Mm-hmm. When we take a look at them, it's surprising that they weren't already bought by PlayStation. But I do feel you here. Um, I'll give in a, a something that I can, I can relate to because I don't relate to sports. This feels like to me. <sighs> Yeah, something not earned. Like, you know, I think Sean Capri said it great. Um, he said on Twitter something to the effect of like, they ha- Microsoft had to spend billions of dollars to catch up to Nintendo and Sony when it comes to legacy. And yeah. the fact that they're willing to spend that money should tell you that they're in it for the long haul. That said, I don't know. Maybe it's my feel the burn mentality of seeing one monolith of a, of a company just come in and absorb a big, like this is like Bethesda's not small. I think they're like the fifth or the sixth largest publisher. It's huge. I, they said they're taking on over 2000 employees now. Yeah. I think, right. That's, That's a lot huge. of onboarding. That's yeah. huge. So like they're taking over this huge publisher and all of a sudden, um, this isn't, this is kind of like a, 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 a Spider-Man problem times five here right because you're getting not just one game exclusive or one ip that's known to be multi-platform exclusive you're getting franchises upon franchises of games that were and have the built-in fan base of being in multiple ecosystems now in question and so all of a sudden a lot of people are like well i prefer i'm playing on playstation i love fallout are you going to make me buy an xbox just because you switched and i i I get that thought because it it reminds Mm -hmm. me of like when you take a look at the tv industry gang i'm here to tell you there's only about four or five companies that run your basic cable like that's it and and the majority of it is like disney and then a distant second fox and then what you, you you get are is is the illusion of choice and illusion of options. And you just kind of get complacency within this huge ecosystem. And I'm not saying it's a one-to-one, but it is something to be concerned about that Xbox just eliminated options from millions of fans of something. Th- theoretically. Now they say it's potentially, a case by case. Yeah, yeah, potentially. potentially. They haven't said anything by, you know, they say case by case. Bethesda says it's going to be remain a publisher. So really what I'm thinking here, Kyle, is that Bethesda is going to be the third party um, arm of Microsoft where, you know, you see some of their titles where like Ori and the Will of the Wisps, they'll be like, oh, hey, listen, you know, those second party deals will publish you through Bethesda if you're going on the Switch or maybe even going on PlayStation. Like I take a look at a brand like Fallout, like Elder Scrolls, those games that are are that have those built-in fan bases. And I don't think it's a good look to just cut them off completely and to just say how much of a hit we're going to take on DLC 
of merchandise of 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 you know what have you to just take out that large section of the audience because the mm. thing that people don't understand i think uh, or some people don't understand is how dominant playstation is when it comes to buying games like in when it comes to the third party arm of games jeff grubb made a great article of one of the reasons why bethesda was looking for a buyout was a older investors wanted just to make their money and b not a lot of their third-party games this generation especially their new ip was clicking with folks Mm -hmm. it wasn't selling well like i think arcane's last game only sold 2.9 million units worldwide that's an issue and when you're making these huge AAA games that cost up to hundreds of millions of dollars, one bad game could put you in the red in a really serious way. And that's kind of what Bethesda has been getting. They've had their successes, like, you know, id with, um, with, uh, Wolfenstein and Doom, but they've also taken their lumps as well. So they do need a safety net. And I think Microsoft allows them to have that safety net. That again, so like I'm of two minds of like, okay, I think it is a case by case basis. I think if you look at things like Minecraft, you see that Microsoft is like, where's the money at? How can I make this, this, the biggest return on investment? Right. So if you're taking a look at Minecraft, it's so huge merchandise wise as well, sells like crazy. Um, and it's on every platform. It just got PSVR support. So to me, I'm not w- super worried. And maybe it's because they're, they're not my quote unquote publisher of choice, but I do understand. And I know a lot of Xbox fans want to throw shade at these people and call them whatever have you, you know, the, the toxic ones. But I do understand mm-hmm. if you are in your ecosystem, you like it. That feeling of, well, I didn't want to pick Xbox, but now I have to feeling isn't a good one. And so yeah. listening to the, the Xbox podcast that they were doing, it really did make me a little breathe a little easier because they kept on saying more gamers, more choice. So I, I, I don't, I don't know if the house is on fire yet, mm-hmm. but I get why people are smelling smoke. Yeah. It, it, to me, there. the, the, the way I, I interpret that whole, there, there's gamers. We want to give them choice is the choice of console or PC. Mm. I, 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 that's the way I'm doing that. Cause again, that's a lot of money. Yeah. To be shelling out. And, and sure, you can make the argument that if they still put games out on PlayStation, you'll be getting that $70 price tag uh, on top of the Game Pass stuff for it. So you are going to be making a lot of money on that install base. But mm-hmm. like the Minecraft example, I believe Minecraft was already on PlayStation once Mojang was bought. It was. So I, I that that's a little bit of a different case. I feel like and, and why they continued game. to support it. Yeah, okay, I think I that's that. kind of why I, they didn't like pull it. Like it was mm-hmm. already there, and and yeah, like you said, it's a living game. Uh, it's a yeah, sour feeling, and it um, is. It is. It, it does. It, it. You know, a lot of people. There's rumors about Sega now, and yeah. I'm like, dude, like, and, and I'm like, okay, this is where I'm out. Like, it, because I'm just like that. Now you're now you're just like. Uh, where's the credit card, honey? We need games. Yeah, and we need. That's we what need I'm afraid of. And, and that's I not think what the, I want. The quote I, today, I, I maybe it was at TGS or something, where they're yeah. like, "Oh yeah, Microsoft is still looking to buy even more studios." Like, 
that worries me. To me, I'm not saying they're going to buy a full third party arm again. Right. That's nuts. But the fact that they bought Bethesda for $7.5 billion and PlayStation only made $8 billion within a certain couple of years, that's worrisome. Yeah. That's, that worries me a great deal that they have all this money to throw around and buy a remedy and buy, uh, you know, Bioware or, or part of EA. Like right. that worries me. Yeah. Because now we're getting rid of choice and. You're strong arming the market. That's what it feels like. I think that's the word I want to use. I'm uneasy about it because, again, I don't like the idea of monolith studio, you know, like monolith, monolithic uh, entities just buying out large chunks just to have that foothold. At the same time, I'm not like I wouldn't be. I wouldn't mind if Microsoft. The thing that I was championing them doing is buy these these indie studios that are scraping by. That are living like the paycheck by paycheck. That are talented teams like an Obsidian. Yeah. You know, like do that. That's great. But like, mm-hmm. this seems like okay. Anymore, and now I actually have an, an issue. Because yeah, it's 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 because they're at what twenty three. They're at twenty five studios now. Twenty yeah, yeah. three. Yeah. And PlayStation seventeen. Sixteen seventeen. It's around know. there, I think. Yeah. And, and you know. Remember, I think what you're saying is Game Pass. What I'm really thinking at the end of the day is, yeah, you can spend money here on PlayStation because they're really about that getting that money. Because, again, if you're saying goodbye to the largest, one of the largest, at this point, the largest section of gamers, that's a lot of income you're saying goodbye to. So yeah. you really have to grow that Game Pass arm to such a, a, a large extent. Um, so to me... I don't know if it's necessarily cost effective to ignore the PlayStation audience. Again, I don't think every single game is going to be multi-plat. I think any any Bethesda Softworks game is multi-plat. I think everything else is the question mark. I so. yeah, I, I don't know. I I feel like if they weren't exclusive mm-hmm. and they wanted to keep them just exclusive to Microsoft's platform, yeah. they would have made a deal to have every game on Game Pass mm-hmm. and not just buy them outright. So that's what makes me a little worried that there are all going to be exclusive and not just a, we bought you so you can also come to Game Pass. Yeah. yeah. Like you could have made a Game Pass deal with them easily for yeah. a lot less money, I feel like, than $7 billion. Yeah. And it's, so. and it is weird because like a lot of Xbox fans were just like when they saw the, the PlayStation Sony or, or sorry, PlayStation Spider-Man deal, they're like, wait, this is a beloved IP I really love. And now they're just like, ha suckers. Suck it, you dorks. Like, where yeah. was that energy a month ago? Mm-hmm. Now today. Because, like, this is worrisome for gamers. Uh, and I was right there going, hey, this is a fucked up deal. And I don't like it. Because you're not us- you're not even using the white spider. Like, if 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 Bethesda came out, they're going, like, Starfield is Xbox only. Fine. Cool. Any new arcane game, fine. Cool. But if it is a cemented studio or cemented franchise... That's where I kind of get a little worried with. But with that. Like, my thing is Wolfenstein. If I don't get to play Wolfenstein again on PlayStation, I'm going to be upset. Fell, fell, fell. He's talking about Wolfenstein. I will do this very characteristic German accent. This is famous of all the Seamuses. Right, Sid? Oh, you missed one. Oh, I want to do Seamus first. Okay. All right. Do you think that it's a fitting comparison? For Microsoft buying Bethesda is akin to Disney buying the Fox. <laughs> what do you think? Is this like akin to Disney buying Fox? 
I would say so, yeah. 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 Like when I think of when I strictly think of E3, right? I think of traditional press conferences. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm not going to include Nintendo because they do directs. They right. don't do like a whole big showcase. It goes Microsoft, Sony, and then Bethesda. I mean Ubi yeah. too, Ubi too. But I feel like Bethesda does a grand, a grand big stage with right. a ton of people in there, and they make it feel bigger than yeah. what Ubisoft does. Yeah, like and I the remember- fact that they bought a, they bought. Seven studios or something like that, all in one, and they're major, major f- gaming franchises. This is bonkers. And I and I know, like when Disney bought Fox, there was a lot of uneasiness. Going, whoa, yeah, okay, this company's getting too big. Like this is starting to get a little out of hand, and so that's why I'm really like, I'm fine. Like emotionally, I'm okay. But like, if if they're just like in tomorrow. Activision is I'm like, all right, and that's the line I'm drawing. Like, yeah. Then, like, then it's 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 kind of like the scene in uh in in Step Brothers where they fart in in the room and then like he he's just like, all right, Can't- it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> like that's my feeling is if they make a another big like we're buying Can another I- publishing, I, I'm concerned. Yeah. Can I tell you which one would have me worried? Yeah. If they come out tomorrow and be like, and we bought CD Projekt Red. Oh, then no, I'll a, yeah. that that's that makes me worried. Okay, that makes not me not me yeah. too much because to, to me I'm like that's one game. I get a great publisher or, or self publisher and, and big studio, but I get that. But I think they're 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 so good and they like the creative freedom they have right now. There's nothing in it for them to necessarily I agree. take that bet. But who knows? Billions of dollars might change their tune. Rigo from Twitter writes in just like you can too. Send your question to PS Trophy Room on Twitter or the Casa de Babbitt Discord server, and they write in. With Microsoft buying Bethesda, should Sony start thinking of buying game companies? And what do you think they should buy to get exclusive games? My eyes are on Konami. This is my other issue. <laughs> I don't want Sony to be a reactionary force of like, all right, all right, you son of a gun. Uh, Capcom, what's up? Square Enix, how you doing? Like, oh god, yeah, no, yeah, I don't want, I don't want, I like the space where it is right now. There's a lot of competitive forces out there. I want them mm-hmm. to keep competing. I don't want them to keep buying each other out. Again, I don't want this to be like how the internet over here is, or TV, or a phone, or really any of like what we see right now. Like, I don't yeah. want that be repeated on on the video game front. I yeah. don't know. What about you? I I don't want that either. If anything, I get where Rigo's coming from with Konami. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather them make a deal to get the IP away from Konami than straight up buy Konami. The reason why I would be okay with a Konami is, yeah, they're not doing anything. Like, mm-hmm. they're making a Pez game a year, right? Like, I, I don't know the last Konami game was that wasn't a Castlevania remaster. Metal Gear Survive, right? Exactly. So, like, they're already kind of out of the industry as it is. They're doing uh, Plachinko machines, and I'll pretend what yeah. I know what that is. And, uh, <laughs> and like real estate, which is weird. They've pivoted out. But other than that, like, I don't want them to buy Capcom. I don't want them to. No. What I, I go realistically, it. what I want them to buy is the studios that are creating these amazing exclusives for PlayStation, like mm-hmm. Bluepoint, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Just buy Blue Point at this point. So buy I mean, like that's what I want. Housemark, yeah. Blue Point. Those are the ones that I want them to go after. Yeah. Because they they have a proven track record of making great games on PlayStation. Like similar to Insomniac. Like I, I you were you were talking about Insomniac being like they were multi platform for a bit. Yeah, but yeah. before that they were PlayStation. They yeah. were single-handedly making PlayStation games and making really good ones. And the fact that we they brought them back into the the ecosystem is fantastic. I want mm. I want Sony to keep rewarding studios for making great things for the 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 platform for the ecosystem. That's what I want them to do. Yeah, and I want them Again, if you're going to buy studios, buy small ones. Like, how cool would it be is, like, PlayStation come out, they go, like, we bought super giant games. And then oh, yeah, see yeah. Their, their, that beautiful indie studio's vision of what a big AAA game would be. Like, mm-hmm. buy those, like, I would love to see them buy independent studios, see what they do with them, maybe grow them, maybe just build more teams and then build that indie arm. Or, yeah, build, like, like buy a struggling-ish studio or a studio living paycheck by paycheck that type of deal. Yeah. Don't go out there buy from software's parent company. From software's fine. Go out there buy the studios that hold, hold promise. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I would want out of them. Absolutely. That said, Chaka writes in, let's pretend all Bethesda properties are now exclusive to Xbox platforms. Kyle, that's your nightmare. And your Shuhei Yoshida. Okay, now we have hope. Because we all know that Shuhei runs PlayStation and not Jim Ryan. Now Phil Spencer himself calls you and says, it'll cost you a lot of money, but you could pick one Bethesda property to come to PlayStation as a multi-platform release. Which one do you pick and why? Oh, boy. Do I go selfish and just say it, Wolfenstein? Say it. Because that is, the, that is the, the series since it's been rebooted by Machine Games that I really, really love. Yeah. So yeah, I would I would say Wolfenstein. Um, I know people are probably like, no, Kyle, the answer is Fallout or <laughs> yeah. it's Elder Scrolls. Right. But like, no, I love Wolfenstein a whole lot, so that's what I want. Hey, Kyle, do you realize that now, like, pretty much every Xbox first party game is just like a open world first person <laughs> RPG? Like, how oh, unoriginal. Man. You got Avowed, oh, you man. got Fallout, you got Outer Worlds, you got... Oh, r- real talk, how nuts is that? Yeah. Obsidian <laughs> and Bethesda under the same roof. I died when I saw the always sunny looking at each other from yep. across the room. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would I would go with anything machine games. Like Doom. I think Doom's the best thing that they've made this gen. I'm not into Fallout, and I think... Well, Doom Outer didn't... Was it machine well. games? Oh, well, no, that was it. That was it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I but think, I think it was the it. first one was whatever. Doom, give me Doom. <laughs> With that, Doom power. was twenty. Mm-hmm. Id and Bethesda Game Studios. Oh, okay. There you go. Give me that. Give yeah. me it. You know, Kyle. Listen, we spent a long time on that subject, but it was a great that's conversation. Big. It's huge. It's a bit. It's a big news story. Yeah. It's huge. This could be a good night. Now that's time to square up the news, though. Now let's get let's square weird. it up, baby. Rob Ramsey, Push Square writes: Metal Gear Solid is getting a full remake, and it's a PS5 console exclusive. 
YouTube channel Red Gaming Tech, which has been known to provide some accurate leaks in the past, although they specialize in hardware information rather than software. Still, according to their source, a source that apparently has a 100% track record up to this point. I now, you just said that, I believe it. <laughs> it's, it's truth. He said 100%. I gotta believe it. The supposed Metal Gear Solid revival is a full remake, not just some kind of port or remaster. The source also states that Metal Gear Solid 2, 3, and 4 are all being re-released, but it Mm. sounds like they're set to be remasters rather than full remakes. It's unclear whether they're coming to PS5 as well, or whether they're just targeting PC. We know that Sony has been flashing its cash to third-party publishers in order to lock down exclusive PS5 deals. Final Fantasy XVI is a perfect example of this. A remake of Metal Gear Solid, arguably the most beloved installment in a series synonymous with PlayStation, certainly fits the bill when you consider that Sony dished out some serious dosh for timed exclusivity on a very similar project, namely Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm like going to assume these... Dosh means cash. Yeah, they're, they're, they're Brits. They're Brits <laughs> okay. over there. They don't know any better. Gav's goatee, though, writes in. As a big... <laughs> just a subtle jab at Britain, you know? <laughs> hey, guys, remember the Revolutionary War? Bam, gotcha. Eight, you know, 1812, it was a tie, but gotcha. So, I watched yeah. Hamilton. I yeah. know. Yeah, that's right, King George. <laughs> Suck it. Um, as a big fan of Metal Gear Solid series, my favorite of which being the first one, what would you like to see from a remake? Personally, I would like to see it get updated gameplay and graphics like in Metal Gear Solid 5 and keep the linear storytelling or so- storyline. Don't try to, sh- to make Shadow Moses Island open world. And of course, I need the original voice actors back. Mm. I think Shadow Moses is the base. I am not a Metal Gear Solid fan at all. I'm not either. Oh, wow. Gav's just unsubscribed. Um, sorry, Gav. <laughs> I, I've played two. Yeah. Uh, not to completion. I've played two. I bought four, and my roommate in college just took over and played the entire game instead of mm-hmm. me, so I watched him play it. Um, I think the uh, obvious one is... Oh, I thought you said which one. My bad. Of what I want from one is just... I'm going to say it because I feel like Bluepoint is behind this anyway. I want that Bluepoint polish of refreshing a game from back then and still make, and still hitting those like nostalgic receptors in your brain. Like, this is how I remember this looking, Mm. or this is how I I visualize how it could be. Um, I just want it to look pretty and I want to, I want to be able to use a joystick because I did play the first Metal Gear Solid one. For a little bit. I didn't get too far because I was that's real Guns bad at Patriots, stealth back right? then. No. No, no, that's, no, no, no. Metal Gear Solid 1 is just Metal Gear Solid. Oh, okay. Metal Gear Solid 2 is Sons of Liberty. I'm out. 2 is Sons of Liberty. 3 is Snake Eater. Yeah. 4 is Guns of the Patriots. Okay. I Which believe. is a badass line. Like It's really badass. The Guns of the Patriots. I remember putting that disc in my PS3 and waiting like the 15 minutes for it to install on the PS3. (laughs) And the entire time, Joe, did you ever put it? Yeah. Play that game? Okay. Where Snake is smoking and the cigarette is just slowly lowering as it's being installed on your system. That was pretty cool. Such a Kojima move. (laughs) I just want a prettier, prettier game and use joystick instead of the D pad because I feel like that'd be easier. When I'm looking at classic, uh, Metal Gear, I do think of kind of Splinter Cell, and maybe that is a bad comparison, 
but give me give me something that's true stealth. Like give me give me give and and yeah, make it blue point. Give me the the weird ways. Like give me the hide in boxes type of animation. Yeah. That's what I know. When I see that, I think of the Super Smash Brothers thing or hiding in the locker, right? Like give me I want Psycho Man just to talk about me playing Placey or Spider Man. Yeah. That's what Mac. I want. Or 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 saying, Oh, you only got one platinum trophy? Ha mm-hmm. <laughs> ha. Whoa, you got the platinum for Bloodborne, the greatest game in the last generation? <laughs> yeah. You played My Name is Mayo? How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I want. But honestly, something that's going to honor what the fans want. I think David Hayter is his name, right? Yes. Yeah. Get him the voice. Get the original actors. Don't give me Hollywood. Give me something that's going to be true. How 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 much do you believe this rumor, though? Like, I believe talk. it a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do. Going back to when we didn't know what Bluepoint was working on, the that's rumor true. was they were working on two games. And then they did that whole tweet filled with references to a ton of games. And one of those games being referenced was a Metal Gear Solid. So. Just thinking of Demon's Souls. It looks so good. Dude. I know, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I want them to do this. Yeah, I, 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 I believe where there's smoke, there's fire. And I definitely think there is something uh, between Konami and PlayStation. Where I think Konami's just like, we'll license it to you. We don't give a shit about games anymore. And PlayStation's like, sure. And yeah, yeah, I think you're going to see Silent Hill. And I think you're going to see Metal Gear for sure. What I would Castlevania? Castlevania would be great as well. That'd be cool. You know, Vanya. Uh, Vanya. (laughs) Vanya Trump. <laughs> people don't like when we get political, Kyle. People don't uh, like it. Too you bad. Know? I know. Suck it up. Jesus Christ. It's a comment, people. I'm not fucking. Ugh. Anyway, um, what I was getting at is, yeah, I think there is. I think we're going to see that Konami stuff. I definitely do. Again, is it the same vein of Bethesda? Absolutely not, because Konami ain't doing shit with these IPs. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I definitely think there's something there. Is it this YouTuber guy? Probably not. Like, seeing all these other remasters alongside it? No, that's probably not the case. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But with yeah. that, Kyle, we got some cool news. Yeah. Let's talk about that. We got uh, some promise. Get, let's get this, hyped again. Uh, hold on. Okay. This just comes from WCCF Tech. Uh, written by Frances- Francesco De Mayo, PlayStation 5 hands-on videos to be shared next week. Today, Sony Interactive Entertainment confirmed on the official PlayStation blog that they will take part in the YouTube Gaming Week. Popular Japanese content creators will be able to try out the console in the next few days and will be allowed to share their thoughts in new videos that will be made available on October 4th. <gasps> Sony has also... Ooh, happy for the deal. Sony has also confirmed that there are plans to let more YouTube content creators go hands-on with the PlayStation 5 in the coming weeks. Kyle, you think they're rolling this shit out way too slow? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm look at I'm just going to be real talk real jealous right now. Seeing all these people with the Xbox Series S's stacking them on each other. Dummy consoles with the live consoles. Jeff yeah, Grubb man. putting the rest of his head on it. Like I'm I'm tired of it. I want to see what this console looks like in the flesh. I get it. It's big. It's ginormous. I don't care. Yeah. I want to see all that ports. I want to see what it's going to actually look like and have people can have hands on. Yeah. Where are our dummy PS5s? We're number one in Serbia. We deserve these <laughs> dummy systems. That's true. Do you know who we are? <laughs> Do Probably you know? Probably not, actually. No, it's fine. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, Someday. 
Yeah, Sunday. you know, one day. I real talk. I hate when I see content creators like demand stuff on social media. It really. Uh, oh, 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 Joe, I hate it. It's I really off putting. It's like, hate dude, it. write sh- an email if you want something. Don't yeah. put it out in the world where everyone can see it. Like, give your elevator pitch. If your elevator pitch, you yeah. know, isn't great, then that's on you. Don't don't be yeah. like, hey, Xbox, I deserve this. You know, I'm not going to listen. I may knock on, maybe even enter Andrew House's house maybe illegally each and every week but even yeah. i know to just ask politely for something you know yeah so please jim ryan <laughs> send us a ps5 so we can look at the ui and do yeah. it live here in trophy room please that'd be cool Come on. and yeah that's the thing i want to know i want to know what this ui looks like i want to know all the cool gadgets and gizmos that's inside this thing um, you know, I, I want to see what this thing looks like so that I know where I can lay it down under my TV if I can, you know? That's- so that's the thing. I was looking at my entertainment center mm-hmm. and I always thought like, yeah, I'm going to lay it down on this on its side because yeah. that's how I do all my consoles. Sure. But then I see how big it is thick, thick, and thick, how thick, thick it is. Yeah. I kind of want to send it upright, but I don't have room because my TV takes up the whole entertainment stand so if i stand it up it's gonna be blocking like the corner of the tv i don't know what to do and i'm scared and i'm sad (laughs) i'm so scared i'm scared (laughs) joseph yeah Yeah, and and the thing is (laughs) stop tugging on my shirt but joe where's it gonna stand shut up I didn't actually hit them, everyone. We're fine. Um, Kyle fell. So. <laughs> so sorry, oh, Kyle. no. So sorry. I'm not editing that out either. Um, my, yeah, my thing is just like, it's it seems too late. It seems really late. And look, we're still having question marks with Xbox and stuff, but like, we're seeing all these creators get them in their hands. That gives, that, that, that. Even I get a little excited. I'm like, I'm this is my, this is gonna be my secondary console. Like, this is gonna be my Game Pass machine. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. So, to me, I'd like PlayStation to take that step forward, man. I don't know. I like to me now. I'm less like, show it at the end of the month at the very least. And why is it Japanese creators? Not not to not to shit on TGS. them or anything. TGS for sure, but like. That's one segment. Why not give it to everyone? Like, hand it to the. It's Japanese not like creators. we're not gonna watch it and 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 just to see what it looks like. Exactly, but we won't know what anyone's saying. So, like, <laughs> what if, like, yeah, we have we give it to Canadian, you know, peeps, you know, uh, um, we still won't know what they're saying. <laughs> they keep on apologizing. Get to the point, Sean. Like South American, like Europe, like roll it out worldwide so yeah. that everybody can can understand what's going on. Dude, like rolling it out to just one one section of of the population seems just a little weird. But again, hopefully sooner rather than later. But it's good to know that we're going to see something awfully soon. With that, do we pile, get our own blog posts within the next couple of weeks? Within the next two weeks, I don't see why not. I mean, right, I think just, we're definitely going to get a state of play before. Okay, just yeah. tell me that trophies are being tracked as you play. That's all I want. That's all I really want too. That's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, let's get into the next story. It's a small one. Small one. It's a small one, but here's the one that I hinted at earlier. PlayStation apologies for the pre-order fiasco. Joseph Moran, the creator and host of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. He's very humble. (laughs) Also, bullshit. I named this damn show. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) 
all of it. This this tweet comes straight from PlayStation's official account at PlayStation. Let's be honest, PS5 pre-orders could have been a lot smoother. We truly apologize for that. Over the next few days, we will release more PS5 consoles for pre-order. Retailers will share more details. And more PS5s will be available through the end of the year. Yeah, so we alluded to this earlier. Just wanted to give everybody a heads up. Don't get depressed too yet. Uh, it's it's coming. So we yeah. saw GameStop is, is, is just in a few days. We can expect as the weeks happen, you'll be Wave 2, Wave 3, Wave 4. Sure, you might not be getting it at launch, but you still will be getting it mm-hmm. at a certain time. So that's all said and that's all good. How did this make you feel? Um, Now they really need to prove it. Okay. Like, like yeah, okay, you, you, you apologized. That's cool. Now prove it by not fucking up this bad. You know? To me, I read that, and we've we've asked this question, or I've said it a bunch on the show. I, I'm afraid of the old Sony coming back. You think this uh, is of old being? Sony? This is not old Sony. They would never apologize for mm. for fiasco when it comes to pre ordering. So like, this makes me happy to know they're listening and they understand what a colossal mess up that was. Yeah, the fact that we were getting news from Jeff Keighley and not PlayStation Oof. is an issue. So I'm happy that they at least apologize. But yeah. like you said, they need to prove it now. They need to actually follow up with, with their words. Yeah. And let their social media team have personalities. Yes, please. Please. We need them. I think that's what please. Xbox kills it at. Not even a – no contest. There's so much personality on that None. on that, mm-hmm. that feed. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's all said. That's all good. But let's get into the second big piece of news this week. Ian Walker from Kotaku writes, Sony confirms there's no free PS5 upgrade for PS4 Spider-Man players. There's so, there are still a lot of questions surrounding Spider-Man on PlayStation 5. The good news? We have answers. The bad news? Well, the answers themselves. As of now, there is no upgrade path to get the graphically upgraded Spider-Man remastered on PlayStation 5 for players who already own the original Spider-Man on PlayStation 4, according to a statement provided, by, provided to Kotaku by Sony. Here's the statement in full. Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered is an enhanced version of Marvel's Spider-Man and is included as part of Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition for the PlayStation 5. Excuse me. In addition, players who purchase Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales on PlayStation 4 can upgrade at no additional cost to the PS5 version of Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales and can take advantage of a paid upgrade to download Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. There are no plans currently to offer Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered as a standalone. Players with a copy of Marvel's Spider-Man for PS4 can purchase Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition to experience Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered on PS5. Marvel's Spider-Man for PS4 also will be backwards compatible on PS5. Joe, if I have to say Marvel's Spider-Man one more fucking time, (laughs) I'm gonna lose it. (laughs) Think of Earthy Cheese's mom. She's not liking your language this episode. Oh, oh, let's bleep it out with Marvel's Spider-Man every time we curse. All right, fine. <laughs> Marvel's Spider-Man. How? Ah. You got this. Breathe, breathe, breathe. You got this. Okay. Okay. Relaxed. I don't see an issue. Whoa, really? No. But. Sean Capri's gonna yell at you, so understand. I'm sure he will. I'm ready for it. Yeah, you you don't see one at like, no, 
Okay. They 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 are re they are reworking the game and put new things in it. It's not the same thing. It is a remastered version. A a, a free upgrade is for this in a patch. This is like end game models are being changed. Mm, Okay. There's there's more going into the game. Than right. just a thing that a patch can fix. Like apparently they're also making Manhattan bigger. Yeah. As well. Yeah. It, it's not. It's not a, a a what again going back to what I imagine what smart delivery is. You put in Jimmy the game. Just came in and he's like, uh, oh, Kyle. he's been here the whole time, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he brought his uncle Jeb around along oh. too. It's real bad. Uh, mm-hmm. What I imagine smart delivery is: you put in your disc or you download the game and the the patch to make it upgrade to the next gen system is there. This is a remastered version made for the PS5 because of all the stuff that are added into it. So there if you go to upgrade your PS4 version to the PS5, it's not going to be the same where a patch can fix it. Okay. And, and it's like the say I saw this comparison as well. Uh-huh. Please. With Last of Us on PS3 to Last of Us Remastered. There was no upgrade there either, and it's technically the same game, but it's being remastered. Okay, I'm going to stop you there. This is why I'm on the other side of the fence here. Okay, Go for it. Bear with me. You're getting... So what this game is telling you is if you buy Miles Morales on PS4, yeah, it will upgrade it to a PS5 for you for free. Correct. Why is that not happening with the... the 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 Spider-Man on PS or Spider-Man 2018 where it's same you know same PS4 game why can't it just get that remastered treatment this because to me, oh no go ahead this to me does seem like a 505 you're paying for this if you control want. thing yeah control fiasco and the one bit of news that or, or I'll hold off on I so for me I'm just like that is not a good response. It's confusing as all hell. But I'm kind of there with you in terms of, yeah, is this is this a bad decision? Sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How many people actually care? Very few and far between. And I think mm-hmm. I think Sony gets the, the pass from so many gamers because really at the end of the day, are we playing Spider-Man 2018? No, it seems like just like a, a bonus add-on thing. And guys, it, for those who are upset, don't worry, I'm coming back. This will be a big loop. <laughs> um, so it does seem like like a more like a pre-order incentive of like just pay 20 bucks, get this you know thing. Um, it's, the, it's the Far Cry 5 when you got Far Cry 3. Exactly. As like the season pass, I think. And, and knowing that they're not selling this game again, like this this upgraded version, there's no standalone version. It does give me Nintendo logic, where and keep on following me here. What did Nintendo just do? Grand scheme of things, they just said, "Hey, Mario sixty four, Mario Sunshine, and uh, Mario Galaxy, we're putting them in one game." We're not even going to fix the aspect ratio. Not even going to give you 1080p. Have fun. And what did we do? We complained. We said it was... Oh, and you only have until March to do it. We complained. We bitched. We moaned. And guess what? We all 
bought it. I bought it. I took that penguin. I threw it off the cliff because <laughs> I'm a psychotic, psychotic individual. You need to feel something. <laughs> Rush. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I felt alive. But, like, like look at, like, Pikmin 3 is getting remastered. And I get it. It's not a backwards compatible game. But they're still selling you years old content, maybe brushed up with a, with a shiny painted coat, for 60 bucks. So it's Nintendo logic. I disagree with it. I don't like it. But at the same time, I'm not buying it. But they know they will because they know that the Spider-Man IP is is insanely popular. They know that with this IP, they could practically get away with anything as long as the game's good. So they're going to get away with this, unfortunately. Unfortunately. And, you know, again, I get we, we get a lot of shit because they're like, what about, you know, smart delivery? On Xbox, I agree. Smart delivery is better. It just is. There's no, there's no ifs and or buts about it. Like, mm-hmm. though it's not every game. I thought it was every game. It's only tops around twenty ish so far. Uh, you know, I play Sea of Thieves, and uh, it, it, and it's fun. It's fun. It's whimsical, and you get to shoot pets out of cannons. And now I see a pattern. Anyway, <laughs> I, it, the 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 point is that's cool, and that's a benefit towards Microsoft. The fact that we have backwards compatibility is great. Knowing that, hey, I don't need the the, the remaster. I can still play Spider-Man is good enough for me. And, you know, to me, seeing Xboxes is like, oh, it's cool. You really have. But it's not a necessarily I need this right now type of thing. It's not the reason why I'm purchasing a PS5. It is to play Miles. So that's Mm -hmm. why I'm not, I'm not, you know, (sighs) losing sleep over this. But. The thing I do want to read is mm-hmm. this. The bonus rumor scoop mm. comes from the same Push Square post. The same YouTuber guy as well. They really think this guy's onto something. The Red Gaming Tech also claims that the long-rumored Bloodborne remaster is absolutely real. It's coming to PlayStation 5 and PC. It's allegedly quite far along in development, and it'll come with additional content. Oh, As you know, Bloodborne has quite a... Uh, quite a lot of cut content stuff was removed from the game during development. If a remaster really does exist, it sounds like it could restore some of these unused assets. And here's where I'm going to give you the most uncomfortable truth. Mm-hmm. If there's a remaster of this game, mm-hmm. I'm going to hate it, but I'm going to buy the shit out of it. Right? I'm going to hate that. I'm like, oh, I can't. Why can't I just why can't I just play Bloodborne on my PS4 to on my PS5 get that that massive upgrade? Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to drag my feet. I'm going to hate it. I'm going to ugh. But I'm going to buy it. I love Bloodborne. And that is the problem with all gamers. That's yeah. the uncomfortable truth I have telling you is that we hate it, but we're going to buy it. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah, there there's there's no lie detected there. There's there, there's the reason why I have <laughs> Uh, Final Fantasy 7 on every possible platform. Right. I'm going to be rebuy it regardless or or any remaster if it's a game that I love because I want to play it in the best possible way. Best yeah. possible form. So, yeah. It's a shitty business move. I get it, but like I and, love games, man. The <laughs> I love the day, games that I love. They did the math and we're going to we're going to do it <laughs> like, yeah we're gonna buy them and again unfortunate 
but uncomfortable reality is that gamers are weak. And yeah. with that, though, I do want to say it's it sucks, but they're getting away with it. And I don't mm-hmm. see enough people crying, crying foul. Um, a lot of people are like, why aren't you? Like a lot of Xbox folks out, out there are like, why aren't you guys upset? We're just like, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We've been taught this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. This is my brain's broke. Here's the thing, though. Josh Miller writes in, do you have faith in Jim Ryan? Between these decisions being made on his end and the comparison with what Phil Spencer is doing, do you have high hopes for PlayStation with him uh, in the president and CEO role? This is a great question with what we've seen so far. The Bethesda acquisition, the the smart delivery, though I do think it's kind of overblown because it's not really every single game. I thought it was every single game. Maybe someone in the comments will let me know and yell at me and call me a fake fan and then just like threaten me <laughs> or something. I don't know. Kyle. Yeah. Do you have faith in Jim? Because he says a lot of stupid shit. <laughs> he really does. Um, yeah. It's a very interesting question. Mm-hmm. Uh... Wow. I guess I have a little bit of faith in him. Okay. <laughs> I have more faith in Herman mm-hmm. controlling all the worldwide studios. But I feel like Jim and Phil are doing two completely different things. Yeah. And are they the same titles? Are they both just CEOs? Yeah. Yeah. They're, the they're both the president of. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like. Land. In Xbox, respectively. I, I, man, I don't know. I, I don't know enough of Jim Ryan. Mm. I probably should since I'm on a PlayStation show. But yeah, I wouldn't admit that. I, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jim is is weirdly still trying to find his footing. Yes, I, I think I, he's I, trying yeah. to find his footing when he's talking. Yeah, and that's why I'm, I'm like, you know what. Jim, maybe you sit this one out, bring Herman in, maybe he can talk uh, to folks out there, because it seems like, from what, you know, from from what we've heard so far, is that Herman kind of, people have faith in Herman, in terms of how he leads the development side. So, to me, like, do I have faith that Jim Ryan is, is going to do well in the CEO role? I hope, because I run a PlayStation podcast, and I play on PlayStation, so, like, I hope he does bangers. Do I have faith in him? I like what he's done so far. Hold on with me. I know he said a lot of dumb stuff. Hold on. Let me tell you a tale. Seeing Herman there being in charge of the first party at PlayStation gives me hope because he's a developer first. He knows how the craft is made. And Mm -hmm. we've seen him orchestrate some great stuff with Horizon and the partnerships with things like Death Stranding. He's done really great there Um, in terms of migrating, you know, like tech over to individual developers. Fantastic. I like how Shuhei secretly does run PlayStation kidding. Running <laughs> indies, right? I love that. There's a passion that man has for indies and getting it out there. That's cool. Uh, I love I love the games that PlayStation highlights. Even Bug Snacks, I'll say it. Uh, it's yes. funny, it's whimsical. We I was wondering where we we're gonna mention that in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of, of, of hope in, in the people that are in these larger roles. It is when Jim Ryan opens his mouth, however, that we get these like asinine quotes of like, lesser consoles don't do that well. It's like, well, look at your back catalog of consoles. Like, they do well. 
dummy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, the whole pre-order thing, the, the stuttering in the mic, the shaky cam, like, we get it. He's a little awkward on, on stage, but when we take a look at his pedigree and his track record of selling consoles, he does really good. And I think we have to give it a little bit more time. He is learning his role. We still don't trust him, I think, is a, is a great way. And when we see moves like 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 Spider-Man, yeah, we have pause for concern. So I don't know if I'm like full on the Jim Ryan bandwagon, but the one thing that I do, and I think I think we do a really good job of, is divorcing ourselves from, I don't praise this man. I see a lot of folks talk about like, you know, uh, Phil Spencer, like he's the second coming of Christ. Like that's, I don't want us to ever have that level. I like when we joke around that Shuhei secretly is the Illuminati and that I'm, I'm Robin Andrew House's house, which I'm not doing. You can't prove it. You haven't caught me, you son of a bitch. But like that, that's fun for me. So like to me, I'm, this is not a team. You know, I'm not rooting, for, you know, I want places to do well, but when we're doing the trophy room, this, we're covering a beat here. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. It, I'm trying to be as knowledgeable, but like as fair as I can as well. So I hope he does better. I think there's definitely room to, of improvement. I think he's doing okay so far. Again, definitely areas of improvement, but okay, given the whole COVID nonsense. That said, Diaz writes in, and this is a this is this is a question here, Kyle. Diaz two oh nine. Ask this question. Could Bluepoint and Japan Studio make Bloodborne 2 without From Software? From Software is busy uh, pretending they're making a game with, uh, <laughs> was it Elder? George Ring? Railroad Martin? Yeah, with George Railroad Martin, right? Um, could Bluepoint do it? I get I get it, Kyle. This, is, this one's solely for me. <laughs> yeah. I think they can. If Bluepoint does really good with Demon Souls then I think there's an opportunity for them. It, it opens the lane for them to do a Bloodborne 2. They are the only studio that I would trust besides from to do a sequel to Bloodborne because they've just their pedigree for remakes is absolutely amazing. So mm-hmm. they're the only studio I trust. I still would prefer from. That's all I got. With that, Kyle, our last story on the news. Brianna Reeves from PlayStation Lifestyle writes, The Game Awards go live as an all-digital event on December 10th. The Game Awards 2020 go live later this year on December 10th as a digital-only event. As always, viewers can expect to see game premieres, a host of award presentations, and some musical performances. However, this year will change things up a bit on the awards front. With With the introduction of the Innovation in Accessibility Award, Given its all-digital format, it should come as no surprise that the event will be hosted across three cities. Of course, anyone from around the globe will be able to tune in, courtesy of the 45 streaming platforms on which the show is slated to air, as well as twitch.tv slash PS Trophy Room, because we'll be probably live reacting to it, correct, Joe? Yes, <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> um, I am here by, this is how we're opening up this, this topic, I'm here by announcing the Trophy Room Game Awards show. What? Yeah, I know. We do this each and every year, but it's always a shock when I tell Kyle. He never believes it. <laughs> so suck it, Man. Jeff Keeley. Suck it. Ours is going to be so much better. We have a Google Doc and everything. What do you got? Hmm? Hmm? A production team? Production value? Joe? Money? Yes. 
I'm going to outsource uh, my nieces to b- make an actual award for the games that we can present on the show. Good stop you right there. I think that's lovely. Technically child labor. <laughs> like, <that's- laughs> That is, uh, I don't they know. love crafts. <laughs> <laughs> I love them with all my heart. Please don't come for me. They're the best. <laughs> the FBI is like, we got them. <laughs> I will never force them to do anything. Please. <laughs> now make me that paper mache trophy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Um, no, cool. I really, here's the thing that I really like here. Okay. Back, back to the, Jeff Keeley's not as cool award show. I love the innova- innovation. I love the uh, accessibility award. That's really dope. I want to see what what type of uh, what type of studios get that nom, and if that then does start even changing that narrative even more. I get it. One YouTube comment: I'm virtue signaling. I had to understand and oh. actually had to Urban Dictionary what that term meant, but. If I can get on this high horse for just a second, my sister has uh, multiple disabilities and having her be able to play is fucking rad as shit. So yeah. if this maybe even like says to Activision, hey, maybe we focus a little bit on a menu so that we could put this award, you know, on a cover of a, of a game. That's cool. And I'm totally down on that idea. I think it's rad you got to think. You got to think Last of Us Part 2 is a front runner for that award this year. Yeah, right? man. It's done so much accessibility wise. Yeah. Like it's it's almost endless what mm-hmm. that what that game is 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 able to do for so many people. It's awesome. Um that said, Kyle, cool news, but that's really it for the news front of the show. Yeah. Uh let's get into Andrew House's uh snail mail, which y'all we, you did it once again this week. A lot of news. Everybody wanted to ask all their questions. I hope I got to as many as I could that made sense in the show. Um, Z Child. Not the child. Z Child. Like Generation like Z. Right? That's after X or before X? You said Z? Z. It's after X. No, but like the generations wise. That's the generation behind oh. us. Oh. Right? Yes. The ones that's on their smartphone. The ones that do the TikToks. I don't care. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Z Child 2010 writes in. This was probably asked before, but with all that's going on, what game or franchise puts you guys in your happy space or happy place? Over the years, I found that it's the Uncharted franchise for me. Kyle, what's, nice. what's a game that, that, that puts you in a happy place? Man... What game? Um, it's weird for me to think of because does that just mean the game I've played and beaten the most? Is that just something I put on just to feel something again? <laughs> um, I, I mean, Borderlands 2 holds a very special place in my heart. And, yeah. and every time I go back, I, I, I feel very comforted by that. Um, I would also throw in like Resogun because that was the first Ooh. PS4 game I played. I like this so, question like, a lot. Yeah, I like. This I mean, for you, it's like it's probably Bloodborne. Absolutely, right? Yeah, like that's a game I play once a year. And I was, <laughs> hey, true trophy room audience, let me get you on in here. This is a meme I was thinking about making right when we get the PS5. First game I'm downloading is Bloodborne. I got to post that <laughs> on the Twitter. <laughs> 
<laughs> Get ready the, for- the the game collection thing. Yeah, just like oh, I have it like you know pre-installed, but yeah, the game collection thing. Right then and there, it's gonna be it's gonna live in that solid state drive. Um, definitely, definitely that one game that gets me out of it all and that I will always get addicted to for at least a month is a Civilization game. Mm. I know it's mm-hmm. PC, I know it's all uncultured and whatnot, but like I love a good strategy game. I love a good RTS, so like that's right there up my alley. Um, any anything multiplayer gets me out of that funk. You know, if I'm just chatting with friends, BSing, especially in the, in these times of the social distance, um, it's awesome to play like Among Us and just like we're all forgetting about the state of the world and whatnot, and we're just yeah. having fun together. That's the experiences that I jones for, um, yeah. in terms of like bringing me in my happy space. Um, yeah, yeah, Final Fantasy VIII's another one I just thought of, Ooh, specifically really eight because that was a game that I used to fake being sick so I could stay home and play when mm. I was younger. Mm. And so every time I like, I've, I keep going back and keep restarting and it just feels good to go back to that world. Yeah. I don't care what you say about eight, eight's a good game. Well, I'm not saying, so, uh, listen, I'm not, I know I looked at you over here in the camera. I'm just saying <laughs> listeners at home that know final fantasy that like to mm. say final fantasy eight is awful. Check yourselves, please. Because it's whoa! Before you wreck yourself, it's not. <laughs> Kyle will fight you in the streets. I've seen it. it I got is... my fighters club on today. <laughs> whoa! Oh my god, you do. I'm trying to think of one more game. Uh, yeah, I really think it's that's it. Like the games that bring me in my happy space are my RTSs. The games that I really have to like think about, like my chess move type of thing. That's I'll what tell I, you. What I'll I give you one. Like. Okay. Yeah. Ghost Giant. If I want to cry, absolutely. VR is a great example, actually. Mm. Like, dude, put on... Um, Vacation Simulator is another good one. Beat Saber. Like, yeah, yeah and, and I, all, of, all of a sudden, like, I'm teleported out and I'm just focusing on the music, getting a nice workout. Like, that's really awesome. I'm thinking of, like, Nintendo is an awesome... The awesome equalizer as well. Like, you could be playing a Mario game and kind of forget about everything as well. Like, you're just mm. like, I'm Mario. I'm stopping Bowser and I'm blowing people up with my feet because I'm stepping on them. And that's Tetris. Ooh. Tetris is another one. Oh, my. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to get the, the, the podcast uh, five star reviews up at the moment. And I Ooh. Yeah, it's on my phone. I know. I know the number we have. Uh, we are We're sitting at 88, correct? 88 in America. America. If we add everything up. We're about like. I think around 120. Ooh! So we're at the we're at the point of we got a PS5 next gen game we're giving away, folks. Sweet. So, some lucky winners getting it. Now I'm about to up the ante. Okay, let's Uh-oh. get into our next segment here. We're getting into the bounty board. This but is Joe, the, the dock is blank. I know. <laughs> I'm just winging it. That's why. <laughs> but we entered the bounty. Uh, the bounty board, right? We're taking a look at it each and every week. We're going to shout out some people that gave us five star reviews over at Apple Podcasts. You can too if you just head on over to Apple Podcasts, type in the Trophy Room of PlayStation Podcast. Bam, we're there. Rate us five stars. Get entered to win a next gen game on us. I'm about to sweeten the pot. If we get to 150 worldwide, Kyle, you know what I'm going to oh, do? Oh, damn. What are you going to do? I'm going to throw in an extra game. I'm throwing in Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah. I'm crazy. Digital, of course. A digital version of the game. 
Yeah. All right. Because shipping. If I'm shipping yeah. it out to the UK, uh, you know, Boris Johnson has to punch me in the face. That's not the legal, the legal thing of shipping. He, that's how Wait, he gets does, the sick kicks. Does he do that when you go steal Andrew House's mail? No, because they have a hidden beef. Both of them don't like each other. Mm, so okay. when he punches me in the face, he's like, sorry, mate. Bam. Got like, it. Oh, shit. <laughs> it takes me back a little bit. Sorry, mate. Uh, with that, let's get into... <laughs> You're right there. Just the way you said sorry, mate, got me. <laughs> <Bam>. <laughs> it was such a lazy British accent as well. It's like, no effort. It's out of the show. I'm tired. All right. PlayStation Perfection. That's the title of this one. I already like it. All right. Triple B 2477 writes this. I've been a gamer for most of my life. Same here, dude. And I soak up gaming news on a daily basis. I discovered the trophy room a couple months ago and I was hooked right away. The hosts are engaging and funny and the chemistry they have is infectious. Every segment of the show is enjoyable. And before I know it, the episode is over and I'm left wanting more. I am an auto worker. Oh, this is really cool. Uh, who gets through the day listening to a lots of podcasts and the trophy room is now a must in my rotation. And I love it. Simply put, this is PlayStation done absolutely right. Love it. Thank you, man. Oh, man. What a review. Right? That makes me feel good. It makes me feel real good. Yeah. Like, that's the one. Like, oh, God, that feels that feels so right. Because, like, to me, I, you know, before COVID took my chances of, of jobs, um, that's what I would do. Like, I'd just listen to a whole bunch of podcasts on repeat, and I would be listening, and I'd be catching up to so many of my buddies' podcasts. All the time. Mm -hmm. And now Mm -hmm. since I'm home and depressed all the time, binging HBO Max shows, what, you know, what's life? (laughs) So thank you, Triple B. That really means a lot that we're getting you through your workday. That's kind of what we've, we always say that we try to do. Uh, So thank you. Another one. We need more people like these two. Oh, what a, what a comment. I love soccer.com. I hope you didn't leave me, leave people to a <laughs> sketchy website. I just said that out loud. Not going to edit it. So it's on you. I'll, you know. I'll go double check. As you no, no, no. It. What if it sucks you into a portal and it just. Joe. You got to risk then it. Then it makes good content for video okay. users. Right. I got to say, these guys are awesome. Exclamation point. I. Why did I. <laughs> why did I say exclamation point? Anyway, I'm new to podcasts. I just started listening about uh, two to three months ago. When I found the trophy room, I listened to my first episode. I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was going to be all about trophy hunting and dedicated episodic waves of trophy of trophies acquired. And let's say the name fooled me. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, as soon as I got through the first episode, I knew this is something I was going to get into heavily. And I literally have not stopped since the first I have had to branch out to fuel my podcast hunger, but they mainly fill the void until I get my guys on Thursday. Clap hands. That's an emoji for you. Kyle and Joseph are so energetic and fun to listen to. And listening to them reminds me of my relationship with my best friend. And they're genuine guys who love games and love PlayStation. What more can you ask for in your podcasts? That's Hell nice. Yeah. It Thank makes you. me feel nice. It makes me feel nice. Uh, website's okay. It's okay. actually for sale. Hundred hundred grand. You can get that domain. Ooh. For for a low low price of a hundred grand. So, Kyle, you want to invest? 
Sure. Right. That's wise money spent during a pandemic. <laughs> dude, I can't think of anything better, dude. Hello, Chase Bank. I need a hundred grand. Why, Kyle? I love soccer.com. It's it's just sitting there. It's waiting. Sure. First off, this is an Arby's. <laughs> Sorry, wrong number. We got your meats. No, is that right? No, we got the beef. Anyway. Best friends talk PlayStation. This comes from our good friend, Hyden Doyce. Joe Aww. opens up each podcast calling Kyle, among other things. <laughs> What's among other things? Wait a sec. His best friend. And you could really feel that through each episode. It isn't boring or formulaic. It feels like you've walked into, uh, walked in on a conversation they would have been having anyway. It just so happens that someone is recording it and pu- putting it on the internet. Thank you so Thank you, Catherine. Much. Uh, you want to do one last one? Oh, man, please. Okay. This comes it's from... It's not ba- like it's stroking my ego or anything. It's fine. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Two more, because this is good. This is good. This is great. Uh, amazing news in, uh, in anal- analysis. Jesus, me. And all things PlayStation. This <laughs> you were about comes- to say anal cysts, weren't you? No, no, no. I was going <laughs> to say analytical. I don't know why. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I don't blame you for thinking that, knowing me. Uh, bat crap writes in. Half bat, half crab. But all about the PlayStation. I found this podcast at work because I enjoy PlayStation very casually and play with my friends and wanted to know more about the PlayStation 5. Not only did that talk about the latest games and the info, but they go in-depth about what looks promising and what looks disappointing. I love the encouraging upbeat relationship of the hosts and how they open and how open and honest they are. Thank you guys for making this podcast and I can't wait to see where the PlayStation 5 takes us. Same here. Same here. Oh, yeah. and you know Thank what? You. Let's bring <laughs> Let's let's bring our egos all the way down. Are you ready? I'm ready. S- Steve, I'm sorry I don't I I never know how to pronounce your name. Your, your internet name, but I called you out. Uh, I think it, we're it talking about Gargle. Yeah, Gargle through 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 Gargle Flumpin. Oh, is that how you pronounce it? I think so. Yeah, I think you know what. Just I just say it. Gargle. What, Gargle. What are you saying, Gargle? How dare you? All right, five stars. So he's he's there. All right, okay. Love their energy and terrible opinions. Go to hell. <laughs> Ah! Fuck table. <laughs> These are good opinions. Average at best, yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you all for writing in. Yeah. I love the common consensus of just like, it's just us talking. This is just oh, a, yeah. a one nice conversation. And um, big thank you for everyone who came out last week. Um, the thousands of hit, hits we got. Usually, like, what we did last week, we do in like two months. So, like, that was humbling, grateful. Words cannot describe the feeling of mm-hmm. of of what we were able to do, and it was a very hectic week. So thank everybody, the newcomers in here. This is what every episode is usually like, just not as long. But I digress. Thank you. That said, I do want to address one thing because we're all about uh, growing smart. We're not uh, about growing a broad, huge audience. We're about grabbing people that, that are like us in terms of for the newcomers in the show who are still watching, listening. 
Um, we're all about PlayStation, but we don't care where you game on. Because it's all about games at the end of the day. We appreciate PlayStation. We love PlayStation. But most of all, we love the community that we've gotten that is super accepting, um, that are super open and just amazing folks. Um, that said, it I think Hyden Doy says it right. This is us when we turn off the, the, the cameras and the mics. Uh, to me, it's all about authenticity. If I'm not being my authentic self, if Kyle's not being his authentic self. This is not. A, this is not a show. This is. This is just bullshit at this point, right? This is who we are, and we're unapologetic in that regard. Um, so sometimes real world invades our our podcast, and sometimes we got to get real with y'all, and because it's on our chest, it's on our minds. We worry. <laughs> you know, there, there are things that happen in the real world that we want to talk about because they affect us and they affect others. So last week we saw a, a comment that irked me a little bit of like, mm-hmm. yeah, talking about virtue signaling. And I'm assuming it was because Kyle is either one of two things. Kyle, you, you were, you were concerned about giving your money to JK. Rowling's. Yeah, it was, about, it was about the Harry Potter game. Yeah. yeah. Um, because of her transphobic remarks. And I said something along the lines of the Puerto Rican flag has lasted longer than the Confederacy, which is accurate. Yeah, that's a true fact. fact. If here at the trophy room, we don't care who you are, what your race is, who you love. Love is love. Mm -hmm. We don't care if you're Republican, Democrat. We want to talk games with y'all. And at that same token, we want everybody to respect each other in the same exact ways. That said, black lives matter, trans lives matter. And the only folks that aren't allowed here are the ones that re- wear the red caps. Everybody else, Amen. you're totally chill with me, man. You're yep. awesome. You're cool in my book. It's fine. Everything's gravy. But if you think stuff like the Confederacy was great... <laughs> Can't be here, man. We're not going to be the show for you. Uh, Bye. You know, if you you think J.K. Rowling's just a great human being, sorry, man. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know her, but Bye-bye. the impression she's left me, don't want you. Um, I've had, I have a lot of trans friends. I have a lot of, we're recording on Bi Visibility uh, Day, right? I have a lot of uh, people in the LGBT community uh, seeing, you know, uh, Brianna Taylor, like it's just these things exist, and I can't sit here with a straight face and just bullshit you twenty four seven because you, you get uncomfortable at a thing I say, mm-hmm. like a one off line. Mm-hmm. If that's your deal, then I'm sorry, man. This isn't for you. This is not gonna be the show for you. I'm unapologetically me. It's what I believe. Um, absolutely so again you're willing if those comments you're like cool i'm all about that shit (laughs) i'm all about that this is awesome this is then for you but if that's not if accepting everybody is not your is not your shtick that's fine absolutely fine but we're not going to take that hatred shit we're not going to take that racism garbage we're not going to take that xenophobia we're not going to take that uh uh, you know anti-gay slander that's not the door we're here because we love everybody, but not mm. those people. Mm-mm-mm. That's absolutely not. 
<sighs> love concept. you, Joe. I love you too. <laughs> it's been a it's been a hard year. So when I hear people go, Joe, stop being political. I one hundred and ten percent agree with you. I should not be saying any. I should not have Thank to be you. saying all of this. No, we shouldn't. But the fact that we have to. It, it makes me more sad that we have to come right out and say Black Lives Matter. We should have Because they, they absolutely do. It should be a given thing. Trans lives matter. It should be a thing. They're still human beings. Whew. We love them here. Yes. Get off your high horse. Yes. Get on another horse and ride away. Please. Because you're not... You. Bye-bye. Uh-uh. Goodbye. <sighs> This made me feel nice. <laughs> yeah. This is what I needed. This is this is the, a good vent. With that, everyone, mm-hmm. we love you all. And for those who stuck around. So very this much. Is a very, very spirited rant. Um, with all that said, that's been the Trophy Room this week. A PlayStation podcast made by the players, made for the players. We're doing a little thing with our good friends, the Megadats, called Voice 2020. Link down below. If you don't know how to vote, don't know where to vote, don't know how to register, now is the time more than any to get out there, vote, make your voice heard. So go out there, link down below. We yeah. love you Clock's all. ticking. We need you. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Everybody, keep your what's about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. 